0: Welcome, everyone, to Couch Potato Diary as we get ready for another week in the Canadian Football League. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you all very much for downloading and listening. Again, everything a little bit delayed this week. There's a lot going on uh, with it being the Calgary Stampede in Calgary, where we're recording from. So uh, appreciate the patience, but thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and threads. I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv primetimepk, and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Today, the focus is the Canadian Football League. Thank you very much for downloading. Thank you very much for listening today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learn history in high school. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need a to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! Alright, so this is a little bit delayed as I'm recording this at halftime of the Saskatchewan Roughriders-Edmonton Elks game. Uh, so, you know, a bit of a delay. But let's um, let's get into our CFL Power Rankings for the week. Uh, the first half of this game has done nothing to change how I feel about this one. At number nine, it is Edmonton. They lose to Ottawa over the weekend. And there's just not a whole lot going on for this team right now. Um, I don't think Cornelius is the answer at quarterback. Um... I don't think they have a lot of playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, to be perfectly honest with you. They have major um, problems on the offensive line, and defensively, I don't think they're, they're that great. Which makes it hilarious that I'm saying this in a game that's tied with Saskatchewan right now, who we'll get to in a little bit, but... Um, yeah, Edmonton just does not have a lot going for them right now. At eight, it is Ottawa. They have, I would say, the biggest upward mobility going into this game with, or going into this week. Sorry, with uh, Jeremiah Masoli coming in at the quarterback position. He has a chance to, I think, elevate this team. But again, there's just not a whole lot of difference makers on Ottawa right now. I just don't see an area where it's like, you know what? At least when shit's going sideways, they have blah, 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 blah. They don't have blah-blah-blah-blah right now. They just have bleu. And I think Jeremiah Masoli can... I still think there's that guy in there, man. Like, he is, he is wildly inconsistent. And when it's bad, it is... You can't play this guy at all bad. Like, it, it is... Take him off the field right now bad. But... When it's good, it is, oh, this guy might be the best or second best quarterback in the Canadian Football League. Like, he has such a wide variance in the possible outcomes that it is difficult to kind of get a grasp on who this guy is and what this Ottawa team can be capable of with him at quarterback. His former team, the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats, who they play this week, comes in at number 7, uh, no-boley Bo by Mitchell. Same problem. Um, I, again, I don't think quarterback is, is much of a spot for this team right now. I still think the rest of this roster is a little bit better than what they're showing right now, but um, I think they... I, I've said it before. I think they hitched their wagon to the wrong, the wrong quarterback, and I don't think that there are the backup options out there to propel them as Bo Levi Mitchell deals with these injuries right now. So I, I do think that Hamilton... I, I still think they have one of the best coaches in the league. I still think they have some good talent on this squad, but it does feel like that window has slammed shut and I wonder if the, again, the the seat's getting a little bit hot under uh, Orlando Steinauer out in Hamilton. At 6 it is Montreal, they got off to a good start this season, have come back down to earth a little bit, but uh, not to the point where I think they are below any of the teams mentioned uh, before this is a Montreal team. Cody Vajardo is fine. Um, there are some pretty good options on both sides of the football for this team to to continue to progress forward in the East. I would say right now they're in the the driver's seat for being the team that hosts the East semifinal, which is hilarious to, to suggest. But they, if there is going to be a team that separates from the the pack below Toronto, it I think it should probably be Montreal if Cody Fajardo can continue to kind of progress things a little bit. But they're, they are a team that is just kind of built for this middle. Like, this middle right now of Montreal, and now, spoiler alert, Calgary and Saskatchewan, they are the the middle right now. I don't think they have a great chance of breaking away from the pack, but they should be able to beat the teams below them in this power ranking, which I guess is kind of the point of these power rankings. At five, it is Calgary. Um, not a whole lot to really add from the, the, the Stampeder story here, or from the Saskatchewan one, as Saskatchewan was on a bye this week. Um, Calgary, like, we, we've gone through it. They made a couple additions at receiver this week. That should help them in the passing game. I don't know if they have the quarterback to take advantage of that, that this is an offense that is very... <laughs> short-oriented, shall we say. Um, this is definitely a team that is limited in what they have been looking to do offensively so far. I don't know if it's the playmakers that's the issue, but they have addressed a little bit of that um, by going out and getting Michelle this week. So I, I think that they they could be all right. Um, Saskatchewan... Again, I'm watching what is just an atrocious first half of football, so there isn't a whole lot for me to hang my hat on coming out of this. The defense is playing quite well. Um, They're getting a little exposed by Cornelius right now, but I didn't know that coming into this. The the defense can still be, I think, the strong suit of this, but again, we're talking about playmakers. There's not a whole lot of them on the offensive side of the ball for Saskatchewan to really uh, allow Trevor Harris to kind of help bust away in some of these, right? Like, did they have, um, they have guys who like Trevor Harris can find Picton's had an okay first half and you know like oh we've just turned second and we've just turned second and 5 into a first down that's great they have those dudes but they don't have a lot of like game breaking talent i don't think on the offensive side of the football right now and now we get into the top tier at number 3 it is Winnipeg coming off of their loss to BC uh, a couple of weeks ago uh they come back with a win over Montreal but i don't like these three teams are going to be alternating, I, I think, a lot this season, kind of just based on um, who beat the other last, because they're these three teams are the only teams that I see any of these teams losing to this year. At least that's how I'm going to p- predict it. Football's a weird sport. Things can happen. But Winnipeg, I still think they have the best roster in the league. Um, I, I still think, like, neutral field, you would pick them over anyone else in the CFL. It's just, you know, uh, this is... This is where they're at because of a a loss to BC, and then BC losing to Toronto. So the Lions are in it too. One of the worst performances of the season for Vernon Adams. Uh, A bit of a wake-up call for for the Lions, and I think a bit of a wake-up call for Vernon Adams. Like, hey, you got to stay focused for all 18 games and into the playoffs. That battle for top spot in the West is going to be huge this year. We know, probably, BC and Winnipeg are going to be hosting playoff games. You kind of want to host that last one, though, um, being the the West final. Uh, I think having that at BC place would be a huge advantage. So uh, I think for the, the Lions now, it's just get back on track. I do think they will this week. Just get back on track. Vernon Adams, that's probably the worst goal. I, I feel fairly confident that's going to be the worst game he plays this year, and just move on from there. And then at one, it's Toronto, um, a defense that took advantage of some sloppy play from Vernon Adams and a quarterback in, in Chad Kelly, who has certainly stepped up to start this season so far. So um, I, I would imagine that starts to progress a little bit. It's a fantastic roster that they have built over the last couple of years. And so I think Toronto is very deserving of this number one spot. Uh, quickly, I did have Saskatchewan uh, covering seven and a half against Edmonton, uh, which means they're going to have to score about eight more points than the Elk coming into this second half. But um, Winnipeg, I have them over Calgary. Like I said, I think Winnipeg is back on track. And I just... I don't take Calgary seriously in this spot. I think that the fantastic coaching that the Blue Bombers have, and quite frankly, the fantastic talent edge that the Blue Bombers have over the Stampeders is going to be enough to put them pretty comfortably ahead of Calgary. Um, So I even take the Bombers to cover eight. Ottawa is an underdog, taking on the Hamilton Tiger Cats in uh, in their matchup. And I think now they have the best quarterback in Jeremiah Masoli. The rest of the roster isn't super... Close. Like I said before, I do think Hamilton has the better roster overall, but I do I do think that Masoli, the difference of him playing at quarterback in this game, is going to, to kind of help you. So I, I like Ottawa to win straight up, and I like them to, to cover two and a half uh with this one. they um at least cover two and a half. Sorry, they're the two and a half point underdogs. And then BC taking on Montreal. I think this is much like Uh, It's tough for Montreal as they're catching Winnipeg and BC coming off of losses, but I I do think that for the, the Lions, this is going to be the, okay, we just got our shit rocked. Let's get back. Let's focus. I think that y- you see a much more focused, much more aggressive unit for the BC Lions come out and take it to Montreal here. So uh, those are just some quick things running through in the uh, the Canadian Football League this week. Again, I'm doing this at halftime of the football game. And quite frankly, it is about to come back on. So uh, I'm going to go, just 1-1, uh, just a couple of plays here on today's ticket, sorry. Uh, and they're both Ottawa. I'm going to take Ottawa plus two and a half and Ottawa plus 115 to win straight up. So those are my picks, and that is the show. Thank you all so much for downloading. Thank you all so much for listening. As mentioned before, more UFC 290 coverage is going to be coming up here uh, in the next couple of days. So thank you all, uh, or or, or, sorry, stay tuned for that. I will talk to you all later. Again, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and threads. I am at PrimetimeKline, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show, Diary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the UFC 290 preview show, Uh, I've been kind of teasing like, oh, hey, we we have um, an announcement about the show coming up. That's when the announcement on the show is going to be. So uh, thank you all so much, and I will talk to you all later.